Mossy's Eats, Ales, and Spirits in Clemens is a unique family-friendly sports restaurant with an awesome bar and fresh menu that keeps guests coming back for more. Try the pizzas, buffalo bites, and wings, sandwiches, burgers that make your mouth water, made in-house, plus 23 taps, and a variety of craft beers. Have a cocktail and relax at Mossy's. Plus, with 33 HD TVs and all the sports packages around, you can watch pretty much any game you can imagine at Mossy's, plus a year-round outdoor patio. Fun atmosphere, great food, what more can you ask for? Mossy's Eats, Ale, and Spirits, 6235 Town Center Drive in Clemens. Visit our website at mossysclemens.com. It's football time in the village. Welcome everybody to Titans Talk. Live on location here at Mossy's Eats in the village of Clemens. We have a full house defensive backfield here tonight. Joining us tonight, Coach Mack as usual. Then we got Coach Kevin Will- or Kyle Willard and seniors Don Robinson and junior Will Hayes. They'll talk to us in a couple of minutes. Welcome everybody. How are you guys doing? Hold on just a second. Come on, Dr. Dre. You good? All right. Check. check. All right. Yeah. Are you guys good? Yeah. Check, All check. right. Now you can hear me. You can try to turn me off. Man, you're looking a little too comfortable over there in that head coach's seat, you know? No, I'm just keeping it warm. Just keeping it warm. <laughs> it, congratulations. You're coming off a 37-20 victory over Oak Grove, your first away game. But first, can we have an update on Coach Snow? Yeah, Coach Snow uh, doing great out of the hospital. He stopped by practice for a little bit today, talked to the boys. He uh, covered the over-under on uh, on if we are going to have uh, any tears or not, but uh, uh, he yeah, covered okay. it. Yeah, he made it. And uh, he did great. He's looking good. And uh, he is hoping to be back on this show next Monday. Yeah. Were the kids surprised to see him? Uh, did y'all know he's coming? Y'all didn't know he's coming, did you? Yeah, no, they didn't. Know, I don't think they knew. He rode up on his golf cart right after we did uh, the little box that we do, our little warm-up thing that we do. Rode up on the golf cart, and it was a good surprise for everybody. That's awesome to hear, especially given the news of the last couple of weeks. But we're glad he's home. He's hopefully resting and not worrying too much about mm-hmm. football at the moment. But uh, he is a football coach. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. Now, Coach Willard, um, I was informed that you are – part of the, the social media network. You're in charge of the Twitter account. Is that correct? Uh, yep, I am. And there was a tweet yesterday, I believe, by this network um, uh, asking for choices of best performances from the past week. Is that is that correct? 
yes, I did see that. Now, I'm not sure who tweeted it. Uh, Coach Snow also has access to that account. So That is bad news for whoever tweets that stuff. Now, and I know it had performances from teams in the area. Was West Forsyth's performance on that list? Uh, it, they were not on that list, no. Okay. So, did my – Des, you can't go anywhere. Don't – <laughs> Oh, no. Hi, everybody. Uh, <laughs> Desmond Johnson here. I've been getting blasted for the past two weeks on these coaches' shows. I couldn't stand by any longer and let people flame me on my own platform. Um, they only allow four on those polls, which is why. And I had Wes, I think, last week. Um, however, I figured that we're, going forward, we will have a Guilford and we will have a Forsyth. So it will be more equally representative to there everyone. Because I, I hated leaving you guys out there. I'm, I'm good. <laughs> wow. You should run for office. That was well done. That, that was, was really well done. That was well taken. So let's <laughs> let's go to football. 37-20. Did, did the kids respond to their first away game in a, in a few months, the first regular away game in front of what looked to be a good crowd? How do you think they responded? It was a good crowd, a uh, great atmosphere at Oak Grove. Uh, that, that community has always been uh, – I mean, it's not a very old school, but, you know, even when – they were North Davidson. That area has always been great uh, supporting their teams. Um, it was a little hectic at the beginning because we hadn't had a road game, and so everything was different because uh, we were in the end zone. There's not a locker room we're coming out of. So right at the beginning, uh, our group started to get a little impatient. Uh, I think I had to get Don from doing some backpedaling drills early on. Uh, we had to get him off the field because he was out there about 15 minutes too early. Wide receivers were out there too early. So right at the beginning it was a little hectic, but uh, once we got everybody where they are supposed to be, it calmed down and we were, we were all right. And I think, too, it's also moved up a day, which kind of yes. threw him for a loop as well. Now, you, you mentioned last week that you also had to do all, handle all the logistics for the first time. You had to make sure the buses were right and when you were going to eat the pregame meal and all that stuff. So that made your, you guys' individual game, away game days much, much different, right? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Coach Joyce, uh, who was on the first episode, he uh, he handled a lot of it. Um, but all of us were – everybody had more to do uh, because normally Coach Snow handles all the logistics, what time we're leaving, what time, all that. So uh, me and Joyce got together. We tried to make out a pregame schedule, all that stuff. And then we got there, and it was like everybody just wanted to get out on the field. <laughs> it was like, <laughs> oh, we can't all go at once, guys. So, so we just had to hold the reins back a little bit. So I've watched your game um, one and a half times now. I tried to – I wanted to see what was making this group tick. So I'll say right off the bat that the player of the game is obviously going to be Tay Long. So 23 carries, 275 yards according to Jay Spivey, and at least one touchdown. At least one touchdown. You're at a table full of defense people now. I, I, that's what I <laughs> – let me get there. But guess who was my guest? One of our guests last week, boys, Tay. That's the lesson learned. You come on this show as a guest. It's a big game, and you guys are headed to Weddington Friday. So just be confident in all of that. I wanted to talk just about some keys to the game about this because I was really impressed, especially with your the quick start to me dictated the entire rest of the game. That defensively, you guys came out and it was Owen. Let's see, Oak Grove went four and out. They hit that first big pass, or they hit a, a pass for a first down on their first play, and then 
it went three and out. They were punting. Your second possession was three and out. By then, it's 14 nothing, and they're already playing catch-up, and they're try having to adjust. How important was it for you guys to get a, a quick start like that? Um, for us, we always preach to our guys to get our, our offense as many opportunities as possible, whether that's three and outs or whether that's interception, whether that's fumble recovery. Any way we can get them the ball as many times as possible um, because, obviously, the more times you have the ball, the more chances you have to score. Yeah, Coach Holcomb said that his kids played – he thought he, his kids played a little intimidated in the, fir, in the first half. Can you sense that kind of thing when you're, when you're coaching? I know you can uh, when you're playing, but – Not so much when we're coaching. Uh, they, I thought O'Grove did a good job. They came out and competed their butts off the whole game. Uh, but then I think early in the game, too, Don got us in really good field position early. Like, I think – Two out of the first three drives, that sound right? Yep, two uh, out of the first three. So, I mean, they, they were – we had the ball, you know, on our side of the 50 ready to go. Uh, so, I think that also played a pretty big hand in that as well. Did you expect them to throw as much as they tried to do? And expect down, uh, Don's already shit nodding his head. Uh, I mean, we knew they could throw it. Uh, they've got a few good receivers. they got a good quarterback. Uh, and – we knew that they would, uh, but I think our guys really did a good job of staying focused and making the big plays when they needed to. Now, last week, um, I, I kind of—if you heard—I asked you, I asked coaches to pick out like uh, the, who they thought stood out. So, who on the offensive and defensive side of the ball? I'm going to, Coach Willard. I'm going to let you pick the defense, and you can pick the offense. And you got to pick somebody other than Tay. All right. Uh, I know I'm a little biased here, but I'm going to go with Don Robinson. I think he had. Six tackles, uh, blocked field goal, and a pick six. Is that? 75-yard pick six, if I remember. Yeah. And I think over 50 yards in return yards, I, I believe. At least? Return, yeah. Yeah. yeah, in the first, well, in the first half, yeah, I think. Yeah. All right. Uh, offensively, I would say Chris Van Cleek and Braylon Morse. Chris is our quarterback. Uh, he, he, he runs it well, throws it well. He was a All-State linebacker last year and uh, made the decision for our team to uh, to move to quarterback because that was what's best for our team. So he was putting the team over himself in that aspect. And then Braylon Morris, uh, this offseason, he has worked his tail off this offseason. He has become a beast uh, for us at wide receiver. He All year, seven on seven, he was tearing up people in seven on sevens. And then we got into the actual games this year. And I think he's had a touchdown in every game. Uh, multiple touchdowns in every game, actually. Um, and, and so he's came out on fire as well. Not to divert too much, I'm glad you you mentioned Braylon. You ran my play three times. I did. Um, what are the chances of, of uh, you guys, like, renaming it? We, we, just call it the JP, like a JP special, four, <laughs> JP four verts. We can call it the, the, the JP, JP uh, or maybe the Monday. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Monday, Monday ball? I I like it. Got a car show going on up here. I think Coach Snow just came by in a pickup truck with lighted rims. <laughs> so thanks for dropping by, Coach Snow. But can you keep it down, please? <laughs> no, I, I was really excited about the one that unfortunately Chris led. It, it went a little bit too far early in the first half because I was actually that actually at midnight when I was watching your game, I stood up. I was like, there it is. That's my play, and I wanted that. So, um, well. Unfortunately, most of the time we're doing uh, we're talking to the defensive time, 
defensive players. So I don't even get to see the offense. I don't even know what play you're talking about, honestly. The one he overthrew him. I just saw the ones on the highlights that we actually that we caught for touchdowns. You're killing me. I'm trying to get a job or at least partial credit on Coach Joyce's offensive Absolutely. staff. So. I'm sure I'm sure he took it in consideration. Yeah, what is it? Four Verts Nation? It's four Verts Nation. That's exactly. <laughs> I, th I think I mentioned that. I, I think I mentioned that on my broadcast Friday night over at Reagan at least three times. Nice. What do you think they run here? Run four verse. That's what I do on Madden. <laughs> Absolutely. Somebody's open. Before we get to before we get to a break and maybe let the kids talk, you did have 200 yards worth of penalties. Um, what, what? That was kind of different. That was actually far different from your performance week one. What do you think contributed to that? Uh, we talked about that after the game. It was it was a very sloppy game for us. Um, we we had I think we had maybe six or seven holding penalties. And we had two personal fouls. I think we had three or four pass interferences. So um, some of it was true, and then other others. Sometimes late in the game, I felt like maybe if somebody just said pass interference, they would. They would maybe throw the flag, but you know, you we're never going to put anything on referees. We're just we just got to play the next play and play through it. And uh, we did talk about that with the players, and we're going to try to get it cleaned up because we we can't do that. We can't survive having 200 yards of penalties each game. And it is it's an aberration. It's not that's not usually how the Titans play anyway. Yeah. I do have this question though because I, Ryan Stone and I were over at Reagan Friday night, and we had six illegal man downfield calls. Hmm. Did hmm. you guys happen to have that in your game? We did not have any. Uh, I think we, I think there was one called on Oak Grove, maybe. Yeah. One illegal man downfield, but I think it was offsetting too. I think we got a penalty on the same play, so they offset. Usually happens with the RPO teams. Yeah. Okay, that that might have been it. Yeah, they, you know, offenses they they cheat. They send people downfield every play and they hold every play and nobody ever calls <laughs> yeah, it. They are cheaters. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, they do it every day. Can, can we go to a break, Des? Okay, <laughs> thank you. Just come back after the break. We're live at Mossy's. If you haven't gotten down here yet, get down here. It is nice out here. Eats, Ales, and Spirits in Clemens is a unique family-friendly sports restaurant with an awesome bar and fresh menu that keeps guests coming back for more. Try the pizzas, buffalo bites, and wings. Sandwiches, burgers that make your mouth water, made in-house, plus 23 taps, and a variety of craft beers. Have a cocktail and relax at Mossy's. Plus, with 33 HD TVs and all the sports packages around, you can watch pretty much any game you can imagine at Mossy's, plus a year-round outdoor patio. Fun atmosphere, great food. What more can you ask for? Mossy's Eats, Ale, and Spirits. 6235 Town Center Drive and Clemens, visit our website at mossiesclemens.com. You are locked into Tobacco Road Sports Radio, your home for triad sports. And you know this, man. Get back to bases at Truist Stadium with the Winston-Salem Dash. Everyone's favorite home team is back and better than ever. So grab a friend and join us in person for nightly promotions all season long. Promotions like free hot dog Tuesdays, Lowe's Foods Thirsty Thursdays with discounted beers, Firework Fridays, and Chick-fil-A four-pack Saturdays. Baseball is back, and we're doing it right. Visit WS-Dash.com or call 336-714-2287 to get your tickets today. Let's all get back to bases. 
Beamer Tire and Auto Repair. Now with three locations across the triad in High Point, Greensboro, and our new location in Kernersville, Beamer Tire and Auto offers full service auto repair, all tire brands, free alignment checks, oil changes, and more. In Kernersville, check out the no appointment needed quick lube shop. Check out their thousands of five star ratings via Google and Yelp. They care because they know that you can go anywhere. So try a shop with a beating heart, not a bottom line. Beamer Tire and Auto Repair. Visit us on Facebook or at BeamerTire.com. Welcome back to Titans Talk. I'm JP Mundy. Joined at the moment in the segment I like to call The Truth by junior safety Will Hayes, senior corner Don Robinson. How you guys doing? You're doing good. Thank you. I got plenty of questions, man. I, I, you got a full house. Look, watching you, but I want you to relax. I want the truth because okay. coaches sometimes are iffy. They're, little, they're a little paranoid. They don't like to give the truth sometimes. So I got to tell you, what, just tell me first, what was it like? To, what's it been like so far two weeks playing in front of in front of fans instead of 100 people, having the bands there and having the atmosphere? What's it been like? I mean, that atmosphere compared to last year has really, really been a change. It gives more energy to all the players, like everybody. We play with more energy. Uh, last year was kind of hard because really nobody was watching us play, so it's a change from this year, and I'm glad we were able to have full capacity on fans. What about you, Will? I agree. It really changes stuff. Like, I don't know. It's completely different than playing in front of just 100 people because you just feed off the energy of everyone else. Is it hard to get hype when there's like 100 people and grandma out in, in the stands? I mean, it just takes more effort. I wouldn't say it's hard. It just takes more effort. We all hype each other up every game. Yeah. Okay. All right. Oh, now this week, did you guys um, wait and hype up the linemen again like you did week one? Of course. Yeah. Okay. I mean, because everybody needs linemen. We wouldn't be here without them. So we always want to hype them up. Coaches, you can't change that now. That's uh, that's good luck. You're two and zero with it. All right. So let's. Uh, I I gotta know. I've, I've wanted to ask this of student athletes so much. This has nothing to do with your games. All right, so I, I just need honest answers here. That's all I want. Basketball players is well known, pro, college, whatever. Basketball players want to be rappers. All rappers want to be hoopers. What do football players want to be? But what basketball? I mean, football players, we, we really just honestly just be chilling. It really doesn't, I mean, I don't know any other football player that's like aspiring to be like something other than just a football player. I, I don't want to hear another yeah. mixtape from an NBA player. I don't. I mean, like, there's no – I mean, the only person I know for a fact that make music that's a football player is Tay. Oh, Tay What Tay makes music? Yes. Explain this, Will. <laughs> I don't know too much about it. I think that's Don. It's just yeah. his thing. He's, he's basically good at everything. So, making music is one of his forte. So, yeah. That's awesome. All right. Let me – let me ask you this: As a, we've had linebackers, we've had a running back on the, on this show. Tell me, what do you like about playing your position? What is it about the defensive backfield that you like the best? I think 
compared to some other positions, I think you can see everything on the field and what's happening. And defending a pass, I think, is way more fun than getting off blocks and tackling. I mean, <laughs> our, our focus is to cover the ball, but I think even as defensive backs, we can still tackle. I think that's something that's not covered as much, I think. But at West, we teach tackling just as it's more as important as if we were defensive linemen. What about you? What um, you like? With me, I like the spotlight. So uh, anything, any pass, anything that come towards me, I know for a fact I'm going to make a play. So uh, anytime I know that I can be a uh, help to the team and do things like that, get a pass breakup, uh, either return punts, things like that, get an interception, offer the team, it's just more fun than if I was on offense getting the ball every other play. It's just more fun to be able to tackle people, uh, have pass breakups, all that. So that's just the fun part of being a defensive back. I think it's more fun and exciting when a defensive player makes a play, like a pick or fumble recovery, than if a wide receiver scores a touchdown. That's what I think. Is is there a particular athlete or like a pro football player that you guys model your game after? Hmm, I wouldn't say I model my game after anybody, but I would say I do have a favorite player. Who's that? Like a corner, uh, Xavier Rhodes. Xavier Rhodes? Yeah. All right, what about you? Uh, yeah, I wouldn't really model my game after anybody, but my favorite player or player at my position would probably be Minka Fitzpatrick for the Steelers. He's pretty good. I like watching him. Now, who's the tougher unit on on the on the Titans defense? Is it the line? Is it the linebacking core? Is it the DB core, or, or is it the line? DBs for sure, all day. That's for right. sure. We're not even trying to be biased. That's just that's just how it is. Yeah. My man will. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We've got we've got all defensive coaches and Coach Joyce is <laughs> at home eating meatloaf, getting angry. <laughs> So let me ask you a technical question. Now, this might—I don't know—you might get—you might get some uh, feedback from your coaches after this one. What is the most important characteristic that a DB has to have to play the position? Uh, confidence, I think, is one for sure. You gotta be confident in yourself. You can't walk out timid or not thinking you can make a play. For me, I would say it's all about the eyes. If you have trained eyes, then you can read. You can read, you can read any play, you can call out, make calls, and the confidence thing does play a part in that. Whenever you're able to use your eyes to make any play, uh, you can be confident and you can make plays faster than uh, some other people that can react to them. So whenever you train and you have good technique and your eyes is just a big thing about being a DB. Okay. So to, to segue into this next question, Coach Mac, Coach McIntosh comes in to you guys and says, guys, you guys have locked your positions down so well and have played so well. You get to play any position that you want next week. What position are you going to choose? Any position. You can be kicker. I don't care. What position do you want? I'm playing safety. <laughs> but I'm playing strong safety, though, because <laughs> I want to come down and hit something. Strong safety gets the action, for sure. Okay. Now, talk to me like I'm a fifth grader. The strong safety, is that's your run support? Yes. Yeah. Yes, sir. I got one right. I got one <laughs> right, Des. All right. That's good. All right. Are you ready for the hard questions? Yes. Yeah. All right. I hope so. 
what is on your playlist right now? What is on my playlist? I have, I have three different playlists. It just depends on how I'm feeling. What's in heavy rotation? Mm, I like listening. Like, my favorite artist is J. Cole, so I listen to that Kendrick, J. Cole, Nas. I listen to that type of... He, he is, <laughs> you know what? He is prime. He is prime time. Because he's, he's an old soul, so he's got... Okay, that's good. What about you, Will? Oh, see... I got one playlist with like 700 songs on it. What's in it? What's in heavy <laughs> uh, rotation? Well, Kanye just dropped an album. I listen to him. Uh, I like, like Don said, I like J. Cole too. Uh, uh, I would have to say another one would be Travis Scott. I like Travis Scott. Travis Scott. Mm-hmm. One more would be Lil Uzi. I don't know if y'all know who he is. <laughs> I, like I, got, I got little Uzi yeah. Vert. He's aggressive, but I like it. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. I can't help it. If you had to guess, what's on Coach Mack's playlist? Uh, I don't know. Some yeah, old country? Some country. I yeah. Do. I would honestly do. <laughs> I think he listens to a little old rap. Yeah. Yeah. For what sure. What you listen to? Yeah, what's up? Yeah. Man, I he, yeah. Okay, okay, he, broke out, he broke out some... What, who was it? Was it Kenny Chesney last I, I week? Country, but I to the rap too. All right, all right. So he was. All right, now, <laughs> now guess at Coach Willard's playlist. Hmm. I don't know. Is the one? Is it your playlist that we listen to while we practice? It is. Yeah. Okay. The smooth like a lot of Drake. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. That's just that's just a lot in Drake. So. <laughs> it's not terrible, but, but that's not bad yeah, though. I like yeah, Drake. It's so. not terrible, but I don't like singing Drake. So he puts rapping Drake. Yeah, like rapping Drake is crazy. Yeah, not singing. That's what I was going for. I know every Drake song. Yeah, yeah, singing Drake's not it. Yeah, guess guess who one of my guests on the old school is going to be coming up? Yeah, that guy right there. <laughs> so so we'll mention this then because we have a lot of variety on this show. How much time do I? Am I good on time? All right. What y'all think of Donda? I liked it. Um, it was good. That was album good, was pretty crazy, yeah. to be honest. But, but Kanye's had better albums. Like, yeah, for sure. Like that graduation album is yeah. his best album. Like, I think yeah. I, I'll go with late, late Registration. That's my favorite, for sure. Yeah, that's a good album. Too. Yeah. But there's a couple songs that's just like, it's, it it's crazy. really yeah. crazy. Mm-hmm. Like on that on Dunder album. Like, yeah. It's just unexplainable. Like like hurricane that Hur- yeah that, what hurricane with, with weekend and little baby that was crazy little babies versus hard yeah, yeah. I, are you sure you're not 34 years old or <laughs> no, I'm <laughs> all right we we just had we just we really had an emergency podcast session because of this stupid album <laughs> the, the album I mean it's good it's not bad I got another important question okay after a game after a win right if you can't be at Mossy's eating. What's your pro? What's your post game? What's your post game go to? The thing is that everybody, it's either it's between McDonald's or Wendy's, or I just go home and take a shower. But but McDonald's is really my go to. What the the one down here on Louisville Clemens? Yep. Okay, all right. The one there, the McDonald's everybody's been going to since I was in college. Yeah, it's just it's tradition. You have to go there after a game, for sure. All right. Well, I, I said Bojangles or Bojangles. Wendy's or McDonald's. I usually get Bojangles since it's right down the road. 
you know, I got to say, we might be in the middle of, a, of an evolution, maybe a revolution, because for four straight years, all I had student athletes tell me was cookout. Oh, that's crazy, too. I cookout's got, good, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's true. Okay, yeah. I guess that helps out. Like just, I, sometimes I don't feel like driving, like, but I go to McDonald's, though. I got a lot of mileage out of, like, kids' favorite cookout trays questions and stuff like that, because that was the only place that these kids eat. I mean, what, what are you guys looking forward to this weekend? You guys are going down to Weddington. What, it, they, they're a big name. They're a quote-unquote Charlotte school. It's a challenge. West Forsyth loves challenges. What, what are you looking forward to the most about this weekend? Uh, about this game or the game or the weekend? Like, well, just the, the game, yeah. Well, the game in general, I'm just looking to see – I mean, people talk about these Charlotte teams, but I'm just really looking to see how good they are. So it's good to have competition and adversity so we can face it early on in the season so then we'll be better off. Even if we lose, which is not really in my brain right now, but because uh, I know for a fact they're a good team and we're just looking to play them uh, as best as possible. But I know for a fact that adversity now can lead us to better heights later on in the season. What about you, Will? Yeah, it's going to be fun. I think we're ready to compete. It's, like you said, they're a, quote, Charlotte school. But like Don said, I think we're ready to see what they're made of and we're ready to compete with them. What was your what were your personal goals going into this season? I know what the team goals are. The team goals don't vary very much every year. What, but personally, what did you guys want to, to do to get better at? Um, I would say – I wanted double-digit picks this year, but I also wanted to be All-State because I felt robbed last year. But it is what it is. So my goals, really my goals are just really to help the team, regardless my personal goals, because whether I get double-digit picks, it's still going to help the team. So that's just what I'm looking for. For me, I think since my freshman year, I think I've grown a lot as a player, and I want to become more of a leader than I was because I was quiet a lot my freshman year. I usually didn't talk. I think Coach Willard agrees a lot. And I think I want to step up as a leader and obviously up my game a lot. And I think I've done that since a lot, since freshman year. So tell me, you guys, when do you, when's the first, when's the first uh, bye week? After this week. Yeah. After this week. So you get three games in. You get a break, and then the conference of death begins. What does it feel like? That's what the media calls it. I know y'all are laughing. The kids love this nickname. I don't know. But are you guys at all intimidated by the fact that you're playing in the toughest conference in the state? No. No. Because we do it every year. So we're already used to it. It's just the fact that we just got to go out, play to our best ability, and win. It's just we know all these teams are good. It's just that are we capable of going out there and being in the right spots, uh, just being coachable players and being able to win these games, and then we're fine. That, that will that, – that, I can't say it any better than that. <laughs> we're going to go take a break right now. When we come back, we'll talk about that team down in uh, – Matthews, North Carolina. But we are live here at Mossy's Eats in the village of Clemens. We'll be back in a second.
Jesse's Eats, Ales, and Spirits in Clemens is a unique family-friendly sports restaurant with an awesome bar and fresh menu that keeps guests coming back for more. Try the pizzas, buffalo bites, and wings, sandwiches, burgers that make your mouth water, made in-house, plus 23 taps, and a variety of craft beers. Have a cocktail and relax at Mossy's. Plus, with 33 HD TVs and all the sports packages around, you can watch pretty much any game you can imagine at Mossy's, plus a year-round outdoor patio. Fun atmosphere, great food. What more can you ask for? Mossy's Eats Ale and Spirits, 6235 Town Center Drive in Clemens. Visit our website at mossysclemens.com. The Winston-Salem Dash Ticket Deal is back. Enjoy a fun night out at BB&T Ballpark in Winston-Salem with the family. For only $7, receive a reserved seat to see the Winston-Salem Dash for the 2021 season. The Dash have partnered with SportsCarolinaMonthly.com for the fifth season to bring you this incredible deal. This season, no date restrictions. Go to the Try It Hot Deals tab at the top of SportsCarolinaMonthly.com, purchase your tickets, and redeem the day prior to the game you want to ensure the best seats. Enjoy the games from the Winston-Salem Dash and SportsCarolinaMonthly.com. Hey everybody, this is Brett Wiseman, the host of The Score with Brett Wiseman on Tobacco Road Sports Radio and TobaccoRoadSportsRadio.com. Join James Wilson and I each week, 10 a.m. Saturday mornings as we take you through national sports, local sports, as well as our Tobacco Road Roundup, which we do local coverage of your favorite college and professional teams. Every Saturday morning, 10 a.m., me, James Wilson, be there, TobaccoRoadSportsRadio.com. The Score with Brett Wiseman. Saturdays at 10 a.m. on Tobacco Road Sports Radio. Tobacco Road Sports Radio is so excited to be your home for triad sports. I'm so excited! I'm so excited! We heard you loud and clear. Our mission is to give you what you want. You know what I want. I've been asking for it for years. Give it to me. Give me what I want. The best sports talk in live sports in the triad, period. What's up, everybody? Live with Brandon Blake. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to The Score once again with Brett Wiseman. Hello and welcome back to the Pit Stop here on Tobacco Road Sports Radio. Welcome back to Franchise Players, your home for triad sports coverage. I'm your host, Desmond Johnson, here on Tobacco Road Sports Radio. And if you think that's great, wait until you see what's next. It's going to be good. It's going to be huge. It's going to be huge. Tune in at TobaccoRoadSportsRadio.com. And don't forget to download the new Roku channel, Tobacco Road Sports Radio. Visit Giada's Restaurant, 210 North Main Street, Suite 292 in Kernersville. With their signature stone oven, culture of hospitality, and North Carolina's best pizza, Giada's lets you, your family, and friends share an authentic Italian experience with a twist. Everything is better by the stone oven at Giada's. Check out our lunch specials and more. Giada's, 210 North Main Street in Kernersville. Titans talk. I'm JP Mundy. Got Coach McIntosh, Coach Willard. And things got heated during the commercial break regarding certain people's playlists. You want to defend yourself? Yeah, these guys act like I don't listen to no rap music. I mean, anything 2008 prior, I could probably rap the entire song. Like, 
I mean, I'm a huge Jay-Z guy. I mean, Dr. Dre is probably my favorite rapper of all time. Uh, I like Mob Deep. I like uh, all those West Coast, all the West Coast guys. Biggie, uh, Biggie on the East Coast. Then we got Snoop Dogg on the West Coast. I mean, I mean, I'm Tupac. I know, I know all of them. Yeah, love all the West Coast guys, don't you? I do. I mean, Eminem, old school Eminem, not his new Detroit. stuff he puts out, but, uh, but. New Eminem crazy. Nah. <laughs> I now, mean, I mean, I'm all over the place with music now. Uh, okay, now you're new. So, Coach yeah. Willard, give me your playlist. I know it's the one that you're using. So, in the locker room or uh, during warmups. Yeah, I'm. I'm also all over the map. Uh, so I can go from country to current rap, old school rap, uh, to some reggae stuff like the Dirty Heads. Yeah, my daughter. Uh, my daughter's named after Bob Marley. Her name's yeah. Marley. Yeah, I listen to reggae is. all the time. Yeah, uh, you know Rick Ross. My fiance just saw him in Miami. So she's like best friends with him, she says now. Uh, yeah, Biggie, Tupac, Kanye, all, you know, I'm hip, I'm cool. So I'm stuck, I'm stuck on this. That sells it. Any, any rap before 2008, I could probably rap the whole album. What say you come home with the W this weekend, you show up and rap a few bars on an upcoming episode of uh, Titans Talk? I'm looking at you, Coach. I mean, we, I don't think we have a bleeper outer, though. We, we can he's, – he's a music producer. I've seen him in action. He, he's pretty good. Coach Snow's probably going to be back next week. We'll just move on past Oh, no. That's a guess. No, we're not going to move. We're, we're all getting kicked out after what we've done to his show. So, let's talk about Weddington. Um, we, we talked briefly off the air about what, what they do. Of course, they've been in the news – in the last couple of years, because of their talented running back, Will Shipley, who could do a lot of things, but he is now gone. Um, I, he's at Clemson, if I remember yeah, correctly. Great. So you don't have to mess with him. Can you guys give me a little bit of a scouting report of what what they do and what they do well? Uh, offensively, um, they they have a very good quarterback. He can, he throws it very well. He also runs very well. Uh, so, you know, you, you always, as a defensive coach, you want a guy that, you know, you can live with a guy that throws it well but doesn't run or a guy that runs well but doesn't throw it. But when they got both, it becomes a problem. So today we worked on uh, we worked on tunnel screens. We worked on uh, uh, covering the deep ball. We worked on a scramble drill because he's going to run all over the place. If everything breaks down, he's a great scrambler. And then uh, number uh, 22 is the running back. He's, he's also a hard runner. He's a guy – I told our guys in the meeting today, he's a guy that's looking to run you over. He ain't looking to juke you. He's going he's gonna to run right through your face. Anything? Same with the quarterback. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's he's looking to run people over too. Yeah. Is there anything in your first that you can take from your first two opponents that will help you in preparation from that? Uh, yeah, they, they they do similar things in the in the run game as Oak Grove and uh, AC Reynolds, um, and then Oak Grove uh, Oak Grove does some similar things in the passing game that they did as well. Now I, I was looking. I'm, I'm flipping through my notes here because I. I I noticed you, you're talking about the run game. You guys controlled their running backs for the better part of a game, you know, penalties notwithstanding and, and, and all of that. But, but you guys controlled the, the run. So uh, do you go to Matthews thinking that, you know, you've got the momentum, you could do this, or is this a, just a completely different test? Um, I don't know. I think our guys, uh, we are playing very confident right now on defense, and hopefully we can stay at that level. 
And uh, But as we saw early on, we played lights out in our first scrimmage and our second scrimmage. It's like we hadn't played football before. So, uh, it, it, you know, if we can keep that same level, same intensity that we've had the first two weeks, it will be fine. Uh, if we have a little bit of a lull, they, they can obviously take advantage of it. Are you doing anything special with the secondary this week, working, working with them, or is it mostly film stuff? Uh, mainly film stuff. Uh, we're going to try to do the, you know, what we do, not try to confuse too many people. So, uh, but it's a lot of film stuff. they got a lot of really talented receivers. So you know, taking care of them is going to be tough to do all night long. Ultimately, the goal is to, the first goal that you guys have is to compete and, and win the CPC. How much are you going to find out about this team uh, on Friday, or do you already know what you need to know about this team? Uh, and this is just kind of like the icing on the cake game. I, I think it'll be great for us. Just kind of like piggybacking what Don said earlier, it's good to good opportunity to go down to Charlotte and com- compete with some of the big boys and uh, see what we got, and also get us ready for the conference of death. Yeah, that's conference of death. Now. I am interested. I always like to ask you guys um, about kind of football 101, uh, different kinds of things. From a linebacking type of uh, – from a linebacker's perspective and from, say, the safety's perspective, the guys who have to look at the entire entire field, what do they have to change? What does, say, pre- a preparation for Oak Grove, what, what changes to preparation for a team like Weddington? Um, I, I don't think well, we just got to clean some things up. Uh, we talked to our I talked to the linebackers today about uh, relating tighter to receive, to wide receivers in the passing game. Uh, we got two, we got four really good run uh, run stopping linebackers. The biggest place they have to work on is in their coverage, and so uh, relating tighter to receivers, not always just staring at the quarterback's eyes because they can be deceiving sometimes. We got to look up the receiver, uh, especially exchanges. So like when. When we're supposed to be relating to the number three receiver, if number three goes out, we got to find who the new number three is because somebody's coming in. If three goes out, somebody's coming in. So we got to pick up, we got to pick up the exchange and stay tight to those guys. Stay tight to routes. One thing that's that obviously popped out to me, uh, rewatching your game, was special teams. Can we? I did not know, and that's my fault. Uh, I did not know that your kicker had a cannon for a leg so <laughs> I could not believe I've never seen I don't think I've ever seen a high school team trot out somebody for a 50-yard field goal with such confidence is it does he what's his max in practice been I think he's made one from 55 I think I think today he made one from 55 again yeah 55 I think is the furthest back he's gone to practice so how does that in the moment at the time, it was 14-3. to They had actually had a 10- or 11-play drive. You guys did a good job of holding them up, slowing their momentum, forced the field goal. It was a short 25-yard or something like that field goal. You come back. What is that conversation like on the sideline when the ball's sitting at the 33-yard line and you say, okay, send Alejandro out there? Uh, well, uh, Coach Joyce flipped over to the defensive side, and he said, Coach Mack, what do you think? <laughs> and I said, kick it. <laughs> I, let's see if we can make it. <laughs> I, I didn't even know we were thinking that. I figured <laughs> I figured when I heard Coach Joyce's uh, voice, I thought he was going to say punt pro. And next thing I hear him yell Alejandro. So 
he went out there and he yeah, nailed it. We were like, I mean, we've seen him make it from 55 in practice, so we were like, it's 50. I don't know. Now's a good time to find out as any. Yep. And the NFHS camera, you know, is it's a robo camera. So all I had, I didn't see the ball go in. All I saw was Alejandro, and he he hit it, and then he moved off to the side, and he was already celebrating. And then I was like, there's no way he made that. And all of a sudden, it's 17 to three, and you guys have more than dodged a bullet. What kind of? I mean, now you know that he's not going to wilt in a big situation like that. You know, how much of an edge does that give a high school program? You know, for anybody unfamiliar, if you go to a high school game and the team stalls out on the opposing, say, 40 or 30-yard line, they're going forth on going for it most of the time on fourth down. Uh, not West Forsyth. They just put it down. Yeah, he's a great weapon to have. Um, if we get to the opposing 30, 40, uh, we, we, we know that we can get points at least. If, some, if the drive was to stall out, obviously we want to get a touchdown, but if the drive does stall out, we know we can get points. We don't have to make decisions. We want to go for it. We want to try to pin them deep, all those things. We can line up and kick the field goal, and it's uh, a great weapon to have. We can put points on the board, and uh, hopefully he keeps driving them through. One thing, the other part of the special teams, obviously, was punt return. I felt Don looking at me right there. You know. <laughs> <laughs> He did. You know, we talked before this broadcast. He actually directly, almost was directly responsible for the second touchdown because of the punt return. That back down to the 22, I believe it was, and I think the next play Tay went in. So, you know, is that again speaking like a football moron? Is that something that that is practiced a whole lot, or is that just using his natural ability in the right situations? Uh, we we practice it a whole lot, uh, but no. I hope another thing is, is when you can fly like Don. It helps out too. So. Uh, yeah, we we do it, and and they hate it because we we do punt return about ten times in a row, <laughs> and and you know it's it's uh, they snap me the ball, and I catch it and throw the thing as far as I can. Don catches it. Everybody has to score, and then we flip around and go the other way and do it do it all over again. So it's basically like sprints uh, for about ten times in a row. Now, we did talk earlier that, you know, you mentioned that Coach Nob, hopefully, maybe, will be back on the show and coaching here here shortly. I want you to kind of – how do you guys think you have coached? How, how have you grown as coaches, and all of you, who are responsible for a unit or, you know, the defensive side of the ball in total? I mean, it's been different for you guys. It's been impressive to the, to the observer like myself. Um, I think it's just a, a testament to how good of a job Coach Snow's done with our whole program, that if one person's missing, even if it's the head coach, everything just keeps going forward. We just keep moving forward, next man up, and everybody just picked up responsibilities, and we tried to go forward like nothing had happened. Obviously, it was different. Uh, everybody had more roles. Everybody was doing things. There were days that we probably forgot something, but we didn't know we forgot it, so that's okay. Uh, if he was there, he would have reminded us that we forgot to do something, but we didn't sure. know any better, so we just kept going forward. What about you, Coach Willard? How much has this, you know, this last few weeks changed you as a as a coach and changed your perspective on coaching? Uh, I've not been jealous of Coach Mack or Joyce, I can say that. Uh, but I've just been trying to help them out as much as I can with any, like, background stuff. Like, if they need me to make a spreadsheet or, you know, get kids ready for practice or – 
you know, taking care of the JVs for the JV game, you know, whatever I can do to help them out and take as much off their plate as possible I've been trying to do. Uh, but it's I've learned a whole lot in the past three weeks or so. I can definitely say that. I never knew how much stress a fundraiser was. Oh, gosh, yeah. <laughs> Until this year. You guys get your schedule cards in or whatever it is. Yeah, like yeah, we, we cards. sold cars. And, you know, snow handles that thing well. I mean, you, you would never know that it's as stressful as it is. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm a fan of the fundraising part. I can say that. That and fitting helmets. So you mentioned the JVs. We haven't talked about them yet. It's week three. How's the J- How do the new guys look? Good. They played really well last Wednesday. Uh, you know. Right. Last what was Wednesday. it? Was thirteen thirteen nothing win? Yeah. Yeah, thirteen nothing. We won. Uh, so yeah, no, they played really well. They're playing again this Wednesday against East Forsyth, so they're ready to go and get after them a little bit. Kind of a different year. We get to play East twice on JV this year, so should be it'll be good for both programs. So let me ask you this: they very right off the bat when we were talking about who was returning for the Titans, we talked about. There were a bunch of young guys who were going to be starting for the first time, getting significant playing time for the first time. Are they new guys anymore? It's been two games. Are they still new, or are we? Uh, I wouldn't consider them new. I think. Uh, I mean, obviously, you still got guys that have more experience than others, but at this point, it's go time. Everybody's everybody's all hands on deck, and we got to go. We don't have time for you to be new anymore. Yeah. I- I agree. I mean, it's pretty much a good time, but I will say I've been very impressed with, like, guys like Will that are first-year uh, starters that some of the adjustments that they can make before the snap is really impressive. Like, they already know where to go, and we've, you know, covered it once or twice. So they've been doing a really good job in the secondary. Coach Bell's been having uh, them do a lot of different things just to kind of mess with the coverages. And uh, so they've been doing a really good job handling that. I think it's now now's a good time to talk about adversity. I, I just and I wish I'd asked the kids this, but these these new guys like Will, first year starters, first year players, or with significant playing time, did the all the adversity from COVID, the spring season which was so ragged. Do you think that you've inherited a bunch of tougher varsity players? Just by default? Yeah, I mean, I think we had so much to go through last year. Everybody, you know, it was play, we're playing, we're playing, then it's, we're shut down, and then it's your back playing, and then it's every week you don't know what's going to happen. And it's still kind of that way this year a little bit. I mean, we got game changing every week. So um, I think our guys are resilient. They are uh, bouncing back. I think them being in school is huge because I think last year when they were at home, uh, it just – it gave a tendency for everybody to be a little lazy, myself included. When I was at home, it was it was uh, a lot easier for me to teach that 45 minutes and then you, you take a break. It, it, now it's 90-minute classes. You're there all day, and, and it's go time. Well, on, on that note, I didn't want to forget this. Um, it might have been mentioned that uh, Don might have a good Coach Snow impersonation. Come on, man. <laughs> you don't have one, though? Really? I don't. Avery, you got one? Avery definitely has one. <laughs> y'all, y'all only got one more week to do this. <laughs> this is it. He's, well, he's, already, he, he's already in injury, so. Kill that. <laughs> if y'all want to hear about Avery, will kill it. All right. Who do we have here, Coach? Avery Slerno. He's a senior outside linebacker. 
he's here in the crowd tonight, but uh, he's got he can do an impression. All right, give it to us, coach. All right, a couple things, a couple things. Uh, first, play good. You know, a couple things we can fix. Uh, you know, uh, but what, that's okay. We'll we'll get that straight during the practice week. Uh, eye in the sky. Huh? There's that eye in the sky. Keep that eye in the sky. <laughs> you know, uh, but, uh, you know, like I said, I loved how we faced adversity and uh, how we kept moving forward. Uh, they, they scored in the first quarter, and then we fought right back, got a touchdown by running up the middle. <laughs> uh, so, uh, but other than that, Rest up well. Lindsay will be here to take care of y'all the next day. So uh, come the next day and get prepared for next week. Lloyd. All right. Oh, boy. Oh, man. Oh, man. Please don't make him run. Please don't give him extra duty. That's two good ones in a row. Well, good luck, Titans. I want you to represent 336, the village well. I know you're excited. Uh, I think um, some of you, some of us at the table have a future um, in the public light, and some of us have really grown into the spotlight, Will. You guys did well tonight. Perform well on Friday. Be safe. Be Thanks, organized. Sir. We will see you next week here at Mossy's Eats. Thank you for joining us on Titans Talk. Thank you, Coach Willard, for bringing your defensive backfield here. Thank you. You, want, you got anything to say to Coach Snow? Uh, we just been busy, busier than the cat covering up poop down there at Westerside. <laughs> <laughs> nah, get better, Coach Snow. We'll see Lord you Lord willing, the creek don't rise. <laughs> <laughs>